So I was saying that um, I got up early this morning. Only thing that prevented me from sleeping completely through the night was Elvis, my dog, and his snaggletooth kind of getting a little too cozy for my liking right around 1.30 in the morning. So I gave him the old pat, pat, slap, slap, snap, snap. You know, and he got <laughs> off the bed and jumped onto the chair. But I got up early at like, you know, 5, 5.30 and uh, hopped on the Golf Channel. Nice. And uh, there's a cool Greg Norman quote that who 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 iterated it uh, or reiterated it. Um, maybe it was uh, uh, Lee Westwood. Um, it's like try. I don't know who it was, but anyway, um, give one hundred and ten percent, and don't care about the outcome. Nice. You know, if we that. could all if we could all have that mindset in life in general, Billy. I love that. Right. I have a I have a personal philosophy, and it, and, it, and it's tied to that, and it's like care, like a really lot, lot, but don't really care. A lot, a lot. Yeah. Does that make any sense? Yeah, of course. It's the, and the whole idea is the process. The outcome is totally secondary to the process. You know, and, and, and I think I think that Greg that Greg Norman quote uh, distilled my thoughts even more apt. That's true. I mean, think about it. That's why a lot of these top athletes in the world, golf, mainly golfers, actually see these sports psychologists for things just like that. I'm reading this book right now. Um, about kind of kind of that and it's just quotes from golfers from around the world i should have actually brought it down and read you a couple quotes yeah. really good you'd, you'd love this book but it's just talking about um the mind and how it plays tricks on you when you're playing golf and uh things that you can do to combat that long story short basically what's it called uh it's dude, like I, golf like my mother-in-law gave it to me i don't know the name it's a small book um, okay it's a it's a picture book so it's perfect for me <laughs> scratch <and> so. sniff. <laughs> up, up. Don't let it scare you and yeah anyway keep going no, I, it's, it's you know, uh, i've read a couple yeah keep i've read a couple chapters but it, it basically you know if you're if you're all, if you're on the tee box and you see water and your first initial thought is i i cannot hit this ball in the water or, or if, if you look at the water if it's the last thing you look at but what's most likely going to happen? You're most likely going to dunk that ball in the water. It's a fulfilling prophecy. It's, it's it's all in your mind, man. So if you can just somehow be strong in the mind and not even think about the bad shots and think about the good results, um, then most likely than not, you're going to hit a good shot. Yeah, Zen Golf is uh, a po- I think a popular golf book. Henry is a big fan. Henry Lynch is a big fan of Zen Golf. Um, and meanwhile, shout out to Henry. <laughs> Excuse me. He won the club championship at Columbia this past weekend. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For, that. for his and flight, which is fly, his flight is flying. His flight's getting up there. Congrats, Henry's, Henry. Henry's playing some good golf. Maybe he'll one day graduate to Robin Golf Clubs. You never know. That's a good win. Robin man. Golf is one of our sponsors. Thank you, Robin, for the new clubs. I, I I played yesterday at the Salt Pond. I had plenty of holes and fives. Um, should equate to double bogey on a three, part three. Anyway, no. Did uh, you play yesterday? I played uh, nine holes. Yes, I did. Nice. I, I, I got right after I talked to you, I got in the car. I ran out to Cripple Creek and it was like, like the OK Corral. Someone's coming to town. There's a shootout and everyone's gone. High noon style. And uh, so no one was there. So I got back in the car and went over to Salt Pond. Nice. 
start. I put it like four putts in the my morning. home course, Billy. That's right. That's right. That's where I learned that's how to play. Too. Yeah, and we're we're gonna play next week when you come down. All right. You know, at some point. But uh, I got out there, putted a few. I'm like, God, this, I'm not putting, and I just walked. I walked nine, hobbled nice. with my bum Achilles. That's fun. That's cool. It was great. It was great. It was perfect. Yeah. But um, Henry Lynch, Henry's playing good golf. Yeah, club easy. champ at at uh, Columbia is no small task. Hey, it's hey, funny. I, I should. Paul D's up on the wall, isn't he? Yeah, well, didn't he Paul win D, his flight a few day, few years back. Oh, it's funny you bring that. He actually, you know, now he's term. in Paul D Company. Oh boy. Well, so apparently we can talk to uh, Bob Dolan about this on uh, on Saturday, but um, he took yeah. Paul from a fourteen point five to an eight and a half handicap, Billy. Really? Yeah. So that's pretty impressive. So shout out to Bob. However, I must say that apparently, I don't know if this is a term at Columbia, but Paul got bridged in the uh, first round of the club championship. Oh, that's a term, bro. Yeah, he got yeah, bridged. You know what um, that means? Yeah, he didn't make it past the bridge on uh, what? McLeod, McLeod's Ravine. He yeah. gets 13. He got smoked. So his match ended on 12, um, and he had like four shanks. So we may have to talk to Bob about that. Is that coming but, through? Mm-hmm. I'm trying to get – I've never done this before. I'm calling him on the phone right now on the live podcast. Will he answer? Catch him off guard. Got a feeling he's going to answer. Leave one more ring to go. Billy J. Hey, Paul D. How you doing, sport? I'm good, man. How are you? I got you on Pillars of Community podcast right now, by the way. We are live. With your brother. Thank God we're not, thank God we're not zooming because I'm not wearing any clothes. Uh, yeah, thank God. <laughs> there goes the podcast. Anyway, we, I, I, I plugged in my phone. I've never tried this before. And I'm, I'm so happy you picked up. Hey, Paulie. Um, you know that voice? Are you being serious? I'm being serious. Paul, this is live, baby. This is oh. like the uh, sports junkies. On Hold on for a minute. I'm looking, at, I'm looking at the numbers right now. They're going through the roof. Like the needles. I got my AM radio on. For some, I can't pick it up for some reason. No, this is podcast material. You got to like, oh, get it. You got to stream oh, live on the air. Okay. We're podcasting. Yeah. 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 So what do you think I about the right? What do you think about the Ryder cup? Oh, the Ryder cup is going to be a, a good one. man. I think, uh, I think um, we're going to uh, surprise a lot of people in, in the Europeans, even though, Everyone, even though we're the underdogs. I'm, I'm we're not the underdogs. The from Excuse me. Let me jump in. We actually are not the underdogs. Yeah, we, uh, I think, I mean, historically, yes. Okay. Uh, the Europeans have won what, like seven of the last 10 or something like that, but the U S it's on U S soil and the American team is stacked, stacked and racked. And if we lose on the course, Bryson and, uh, uh, what's it? Brooks will beat them up in the locker room. Give them them wedgies and swirlies. I'm I'm excited. I'm as excited to watch Bryson um, and Brooksy together to see if they bring the team down, if they can come together for a weekend and bring the team up, that's going to be fun to watch. Good tabloid headlines. That's going to be a great headline. Even if they play play crappy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I was, it's interesting. I was watching some covers this morning and it's like basically the guy Shambly, you know, that guy Shambly, the announcer. Of course. Oh, one of the, uh, I like him. Hated announcers in all of golf. Of course, of course people, I always like the people that people don't like for some reason. Um, I like him. And he was like, it's basically, but I can see how it could be disliked. Um, he's like, it's always Tiger. The press conference is like, how come you can't be Tiger? How come you can't be Tiger? He's like, he's just Tiger. And the equation, or the analogy is like the same thing with respect to 
uh, asking the Americans why they can't beat the Europeans. And the Europeans are just like come out with cheese heads on and they just kind of like, yeah, we're, you know, they have fun. And he also said like, yeah, we, we had a bit of fun out there. We had a bit of fun. Agreed, man. Hey, Bill, I've got an 830 conference call with a client. It's 832. Oh, man. I can let me let me loop him in. He's a huge All golf right. nut. Do that. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Oh. I got to jump. man. I can call you back later, but I've got to I got to hop off. Well, we're going to be on here for uh, three. But they actually went for three and a half hours. So we'll be here. No, I'm yeah, I'm thinking until at least. No, no, me. no. I mean, hey, hey, you know what? Our our episode yesterday just went live. So check it out on your podcast app. Yesterday, right, well, Brian and I talked mostly the American squad, and we're going to at some point get to the Europeans today. But anyway, I, it, man. I mean, that's a heck of a guest to have on there. The uh, you know amateur putt putt king of uh, Bethany <laughs> Beach. Viking hey, Paul, golf. Paul, we just make sure you watch this pod, uh, this podcast tomorrow because we just All right, talked buddy. about Good luck, getting... man. We'll, I'll call you back. <laughs> All right. See you, Paul. All right, man. Bye. Oh, God. I, I was going to talk to him about getting bridged, but I don't think he liked that. <laughs> he cut me yeah. off. Yeah, uh, you got a good thing he had to run, huh? There's no that chance. was cool. That was cool. He doesn't have an 830 call. Maybe we'll call like the pro shop and get Dolan on right now. That would be funny. I like this little call thing. We can just start calling people. We could, you know, 1-800-LONELY-BUNNIES. Uh, oh, no. Come on. Come on, Billy. All right. Pull it together here. So Patrick Harrington, I've heard of him before. He's the captain, huh? Oh, Patty, Patty Harrington, best yeah. accent in the entire world. Is that right? <clears throat> Patty Harrington. Yes, he does have a really good accent. My buddy ran into that guy one time at a grocery store. Did he fall uh, over? In uh, New Jersey when he was playing the U.S. Open at yeah. Baltus Raw. Saw, cool. cere- yeah, saw him in the cereal aisle picking up food for his kids because he had rented a house for the week with his family. Yeah. And uh, hit him up for like five, ten minutes. Said he was the nicest guy ever. Oh, come on. It's not yeah. just the accent, huh? Uh, there's, there's Irishmen, man. Yeah. No, yeah, yes. That's I mean that's the culture <clears throat> of just like, hey, we're going to the public house, and uh, and we're bringing our like four month old toddler, exactly. and he might have some of the foam off the Guinness because that's what we do, and well, there's no screens in the pub, so we're going to talk to each other and we're going to develop social skills. Right. We're, we're not going to be glued in our phone all day. Yeah. We're actually, actually going to have uh, conversations. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's a thing. It's like that's why. You know, people hit a thousand eight iron shots off the range, so they're good at it. So if you start young and go to the, the public house and you're going to have some decent social skills, not saying everyone, but Patty, good on you. Patty Harrington. Yeah. That's cool. He's a great captain, man. I think uh, yeah. he'll get that team rocking and rolling. They're stacked as well. <clears throat> Did you see him come out with the cheese heads, <clears throat> cheese hats? I have not seen that. No, I got to watch your coverage. Got to put your baby. Down. I know. I, uh, I was on the road all day yesterday, but uh, I'll be locked and loaded tonight watching live oh. from the Ryder Cup. Oh, my gosh. I've no, I noticed a uh, I think I said yesterday the cover, not the coverage, the like the offerings, which is kind of like bland. And then this morning, it's like they've upped their game. It's the eve of the cup. Well, um, tonight, 5 p.m. Eastern are the opening ceremonies. For I real. highly recommend watching if you're a golf fan. It's pretty cool. They do like flyovers and. The anthem, really? Yeah, it's awesome music. The European anthem. <clears throat> well, they might do the oh. European anthem, although oh, it's on U.S. Oh, soil, so probably not. So, yeah, yeah, I don't. I know. mean, it's on U.S. soil. They don't, you know. But it's, uh, it, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But it's cool. Well, I've, we'll find out. Yeah, I remember. Uh, I've watched some of the opening ceremonies before. Last time I was in the U.S., it was pretty sweet. Last time I was in the U.S., it was where? 
Where? <clears throat> Excuse me. It was 2018, right? No, that was in. Um, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. 2016. Uh, where was it? Everything's pushed back now. So you got me. So every two years, right? Ryder Cup. Every two. Every two. Yeah, yeah. However, this one. COVID, COVID trifecta or whatever. Yeah. Um, so 2016, I guess it would be. <laughs> it was uh, Hazeltine. Do you, I don't know Ooh, if you remember. It was my favorite kind of coffee. Awesome. Hazeltine. Oh, in Minnesota. It was uh, so loud. That's when Patrick Reed and um, Patrick uh, Reed and Rory were going uh, back and forth. Yeah. Yeah. You remember that? Yeah. Yeah. Reed, Reed got him. Captain America. It was one of the best like match play matches of all time. Really? They were pumping up the crowd. Rory was, Rory was put, you know, can you hear me? Like it was awesome. Yeah. yeah. The US won that one, uh, which, yeah. is a, which is a rare win. Hogan. Um, what? The Hulk Hogan. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> made in America. Oh gosh. Oh gosh. Is right. I could get us on a serious tangent, but um, Rory, let's talk about Rory. Oh, Rory. Yeah. Yeah. He, how's he playing? Do you think? Um, he had a, like a, kind of an up and down year in, yeah. in, in previous to this year, he's been sort of kind of down. Yeah. I think he's fighting his swing a little bit, um, but you can never count out Rory, man. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I'm not. Yes. On this stage, it's like throw conventional wisdom out the window. It's kind of an isolate. It stands alone for itself. This event. What yeah. You say? yeah. 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 Of course. And, you know, match play and, and uh, this team competition is one of those things where even if you've been playing not that great throughout the year, I mean, in a week like this, it's a good right? way like to end your you, you, throw, you can throw all that out the window because it's match play, it's four ball, you've yeah. got partners to help you out. What does four ball mean? Basically, is it step, step away? It's basically four, four people play. So you and me versus uh, Rory and Ian Poulter. Yeah, and everyone it's best ball. Everyone plays their ball, and okay. low low score wins. You okay, count, you count one score for each team. I understand. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Best ball. Then there is also a step away, isn't there? A step away element, like you only hit two shots on the hole or something. Alternate like that. shot. Yeah, my favorite. My favorite format. Isn't that also called step away? I've never heard of that, but it could be. We'll have to ask Bobby D about that. Yeah, you Saturday. hit it and you step away, and then that guy hits it. And, uh, yeah, yeah, I, I like it. I, 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 yeah, I've played it. I think before alternate but, shot. Uh, it's awesome. It's, it's fun because you gotta jive with your guy. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. You got you got to get some chemistry going, or uh, I mean, it's just it's a true sort of like team element. Well, yeah, I mean, most member guests, you know that. that country clubs have they they usually they typically have their um playoff or shootout alternate shot right so like you'll you'll play the entire two-day tournament best ball yeah but then the but then the actual final shootout the final three-hole playoff is typically alternate shot so if it's if it's tied no no go ahead no i'm just saying it's it's not if it's tied that's how member guests work right they go is it like the person who wins their flight? All right, yeah. Go ahead. All the flight winners. Okay. Now, so now we're like talking. Six yeah. or seven flights, maybe even eight yeah. flights. All the flight winners then get together for a playoff. And then they set, and then they take the two from the playoff. And then those two teams play in an alternate shot format for the overall winner. That's typically how I've seen it. That's how, that's how Paul and I won one time. Kings Creek. Yes, sir. Well, how uh, long ago? A couple years ago. Oh, hold on. Let me look at the uh, mantle right here. <laughs> uh 2015 cool 
Um, I'm actually, I'm serious. I've got a, uh, I've got a little uh, thing right here. Wait, hold on. No, 2014, 2014. Okay, great. Even better year. But it's cool. Uh, so uh, think about it. So you, so let's say let's say we were partners. Yeah, yeah. You've got to strategize, and this is what the guys do on the Ryder Cup. You have to strategize who tees off first, right? Because if it's a three-hole playoff, if I'm teeing off first, then I'm also teeing off on the third hole. So you got to make sure that you're okay on the second hole, right? But is it every? But what if we get a five on the first? You know, okay. Doesn't matter. Whoever tees off on the first hole will not be teeing off on the second hole, regardless of what you shot on that first. So does it only depend on who does the does the T shot? Is that the only thing that rotates? Yes. No. Okay. So you, yes. Everything so else is is every other shot. So I you tee off on the first. Okay. Uh-huh. You hit it in the fairway. I grab my I grab a uh, five iron. I hit it to the side of the green. Who who hits it now? You. Me. We go back and forth and back and forth, back and forth. It doesn't matter who hits the last putt in the hole. No. The the other guys teeing off on the next hole. Correct. I got it. It's awesome. It's nerve-wracking. It's fun. Love it, dude. Yeah, it's a great format. <clears throat> Columbia member guest got to be coming up soon. Yeah, Paul's taking me. Oh, um, I was hoping to wedge myself in the middle between the brothers. Second week. Sna- snag you. And if you're if you're ever single, you know, if you're ba- if you're ever back on the market, let me know. I'll okay. snag you up. All right. You'll be the first person I call. I think Billy. we got. I think we got good chemistry. Just I can tell over the uh, over the airways, over the Zoom. You'll be the first person I call, buddy. Now we're talking. <laughs> uh, so I don't know. So we got Patty Harrington's the captain, right? And you have five vice captains. Luke. Are Robert. they all captains in charge of vice? My dad. So my dad was like the vice president for a while of a company with uh, Ed. Remember my grandfather, Ed Webster? So I remember. I still oh sent you selfies God. of the of the bands, Billy. Oh, my God. So Ed Webb was the uh, president. My dad was pre- uh, vice president, and he called himself, I am president in charge of vice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not talking about vice golf balls. Uh, um, anyway, we got Luke Donald, Robert Carlson, Martin K. Keimer, 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 Gramey, McDoley. He's the man. Henrak uh, Stenson. <laughs> You picked up. You picked up what I was doing. Um, anyway, what are the, what's the role of the vice captain? Uh, just like they don't play golf, right? No, no, they just walk around, hang out, and here's what they do. There's so many matches going on, Billy. There's okay. only one captain. Okay, so he picks vice captains that all the guys know that have played on Ryder Cups before, mm-hmm. that are major champions, and they all go out to they watch certain players, certain teams. They all have their earpieces Makes on, and they perfect sense. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they yeah. give they give them updates and all the, that. Jazz. A golf a golf course is a golf course is not that small unless you're talking about salt pond, and that's even not that small. So it, golf courses are vast. So right. it's like, and last time I checked, like by location is not a thing, you know. So if Patty is with John Rahm on two, he needs other boots on the ground. So they're they're like field generals, field generals with earpieces. Mm-hmm. Relaying info, you have to. But do this. But, I, but but actually, another, for me. another important thing they do is they they help Patty come up with the pairings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that'll happen tonight too. They announced the pairings tonight, which is also cool. Interesting. Yeah. So they figure out who who's got good chemistry with who. Then they look at the American side and they say, okay, who should we? You know, if they if the Americans choose Bryson and 
uh, who do you think? I'm trying to think who he might play with. Tony uh, Finau, let's what, say. What, everyone's talking about Bryson and uh, Kepka. Yeah, but I don't think that's going to happen. That'd be cool, yeah. but I don't think that's going to happen. Bury the hatchet. Yeah. <laughs> there that's you go. Seabass in the corner over there. Is that what, yeah. is that what it's from? Bury yeah, the yeah. hatchet. Is that for the scene in the diner? Well, I don't, is the hatchet part from Bury, the isn't that Isn't that from that movie? But we're going to bury that. No, no, no. I know what it is. Let's say, yeah, a couple boiler makers to bury the hatchet. <laughs> That's exactly when I'm done. Yeah. 69. Um, <laughs> uh, so yeah. Um, so the, the, yeah, good. go ahead. What are you going to say? Vice captains, they help make the pairings. <clears throat> pairings is instrumental in the entire thing, right? You got to have yeah. good, uh, show me your chest there. What's going on? There? Yeah. I'm just going to adjust. My audio is a little funky right now. He but must keep, work you, out. you go, you, t- you talk. <laughs> talk. <laughs> no, I'm just saying that. Um, the pairings is huge. How about right? now? You got How about it. now? Check one, two. That's worse. All right. Yeah, it is. It is huge. Um. So, what are we gonna? What do you want to? Uh, what would be a good? Let's see, who do you like on the European team? Let's see here. Number one qualifier, Rory McIlroy. I when I see Rory, oh, maybe I'll loop him in. Mike oh. Schuler. Oh gosh, that's hilarious. Schuler, let's loop him in. Hey Mike. Hey man, how are you? Good. I'm actually I'm in I'm in the middle of a podcast right now, and uh, you're on the air right now with Brian Andrews. We're talking about the Ryder Cup, Mr. Schuler. Very good. <laughs> what do you think oh, about the okay. Ryder Cup? <laughs> I went to, you didn't uh, didn't make it. They didn't, they didn't tap you on the shoulder this year. No, yeah. I just missed the cut. <laughs> Billy, he can't hear me, can he? Uh, all right, we'll enjoy the podcast. All I'll, call, I'll call you back. All right, Mike. All right, sounds good. Okie dokie. That went well. <laughs> um, can they hear me? I think they when you can. Didn't, I don't think they didn't, can. Actually. No, because I, I just realized. Paul, Paul he, didn't, he didn't respond, respond to anything you are saying? Yeah, I thought he was oh. just trying to be in a, uh, you know what. But maybe maybe it's, maybe it's the host. is the only, Maybe the host is the only person that can interact with the the call-in, which kind of makes sense, but it's unfortunate. Um, Rory always like, he, I love him, dude. He's a, a model of like, sort of like, cons- not cons- I'm sorry, resilience or just grit and determine. And he wears it on his face. Like he, he could, if he's off, you can kind of tell he's off, I think. And it's like, he's been sort of wearing these last few years of just like, you can see the struggle. Yeah. I mean, he's the ultimate competitor. He, uh, he's a freak he's, athlete, man. He is, but he's a great you know, ball striker, striker of the golf ball. Golf is the type of sport, Billy, uh, where it's all, look at Spieth. Here's a perfect example. Jordan Spieth. Remember he won three majors in like mm-hmm. what a year and a half, two yeah. years, something yeah. crazy. Like that's unsustainable in the game of golf, right? Everyone goes through spells where, um, you're going to have down years. And we're seeing that with Rory right Why now. Why is that? Cause it's such a hard game and there's so many good players out there. And, yeah. they, and these guys, you know, it's really fascinating about these guys. Tiger Woods, another prime example, dominated through the 2000s, right? And, you know, 97 to 2010. Yeah. Um, constantly tweaking his golf swing, even with winning every tournament he, the guy plays, right? These yeah. guys, like if, you know, if Tiger kept his swing, well, that he would have had more injuries probably. But these guys are constantly tweaking their golf swing, even though they're winning. And I think Rory did that. Um, because they're just, they know that they always have to try to improve somehow. 
Yeah, it's got to be like, it's just, gotta be, go ahead, sorry. No, there's so many young golfers. So no, no, about- that was a rhetorical question. Golf's like the, the great line. It's like the hardest course is the one that's six inches between your ears. You know, it's, your, it's the mental course. You know who said that, right? Uh, Bobby Jones. Um, Bobby no. Dolan. Bobby Dolan. <laughs> no. I think it's Bobby Jones. I don't know who it was. One of those guys. Maybe Walter Hagen. Um, yeah, okay. Okay, cool. Um, I don't know. Uh, but yeah, but they, yeah, they, yeah. It's, it was a rhetorical question. Um, it's hard as hard as can be. And we talked yesterday about how if like when you get higher up on like, you know, longer the clubs, there's more variables at play and it's harder to um, get the club face to be square at contact. And, and there's so many moving parts and that's just the physical element of it. And then you're like inside you're you're in like the command module inside of your cranium, your brain is going through all these sort of like things and it's hard to like, that's why you, it's, it's, it's good. I think to see yourself on camera. Right. Cause I don't know. You don't really know where your arms are and everything. And anyway, I'm getting a little off. Well, no, that, but and it's just uh real tough. <laughs> it's tough. Oh, yeah. That's why. And now, did. and now more than do you think when tiger was priming when he was at his sort of prime peak, Mid ninety to mid, well, I would say, uh, how, what was what was his peak? You think ninety seven to oh seven? Well, well, he won the Masters did, in ninety seven. Ninety seven, uh, like when did you get in the crash? Oh seven, oh nine, I believe. Thanksgiving. That's, a, do, that's a dozen year right there. Um, were other golfers were? Did he have competition? He did. Phil, yeah, Phil. but were was there the no. cadre of talent that is negative? Now? Yeah. You bring up a very good point. There was not. Um, or is it? You know, it's crazy, Billy. It's All a tough these- question. It's a tough hypothetical to answer, you know, or it's like Tiger just, you know, squashed people's like David Duvall. People have, uh, could have like risen up if there wasn't this like, like alien Tiger Woods. Yeah. Field. Go ahead. Duvall, Duvall was one of those guys as well for. Couple, short, short period of time, but you know what's interesting is all the guys that we're seeing in the Ryder Cup right now, yeah, on the U.S. side, were the guys that were literally like kids idolizing Tiger, right? Yeah, and, and now they're playing in the Ryder Cup. Yeah. It's so crazy. Well, that's the it's that's so crazy. That's the Tiger effect, perhaps. It's like look, think about before Tiger, who's who are you emulating? You know, I love Greg Norman because I, I love them straw hats. Uh, the sh- the great white shark, um, but like there was no one as relatable or accessible or someone that transcend golf to like other sports, football, basketball. He's just like a, an athlete. Um, made it a egalitarian. I think that's the right word. Sport um, that allowed for kids that are ten to like slave away on the driving range and try to become the next tiger woods. And now we have that groundswell or we we're, we have harvest that sort of crop and that's what we're witnessing. Correct. And bef- um, yeah. And, and the, the argument could be made is that before that there, there, the tiger didn't have that many um, le- legitimate contenders because the generation uh, that is tiger woods him growing up they didn't have like a tiger woods to look to tiger put golf on the map when he came and won the masters in 97 thank you 
golf is where it is today because of Tiger Woods rounds. I work in the golf industry. I see the rounds being played, right? I know numbers. I, I see the numbers. Um, the purses are where they are because of Tiger Woods. Every single golf pro has said that. Phil Mickelson, <laughs> literally every he's mentioned that a thousand times. Oh my he God. Goes, he goes, I have to thank Tiger Woods for us playing for a million and a half dollars every week because if it wasn't for Tiger, this would never happen. Tiger uh, put the game of golf to a place, you know, no other athlete in the history of sports has, you know, maybe Ty, uh, Jordan, obviously, but he has that kind of impact on the sport. Yeah. Um, because um, the purses are what they are playing for a million and a half. You think because um, TV ratings, that's yes. one of the things sponsors. TV ra- yeah, both. Uh, all the above. All the above. It's a, it's a, it's a huge animal. Uh, and there are many arms to it, especially now with social media. It's a whole nother beast that wasn't really there when um, Tiger was in his prime. Yeah, I mean, the, every single PGA Tour golfer has to has Tiger to thank for them making millions of dollars a year. It's that simple. It's un- unbelievable. <laughs> yep. And like, and you get you get someone of that caliber of talent, charisma. The fact that he's African American, uh, or he's dark skinned, um, like, like good with people. I'm gonna say charisma again. Like you can't look away from the guy, and then you put him in the individual sport. And an individual individual sport contrasts to Jordan, who's around. Granite, he's shown brighter than all the rest on the court. He had four others though, and it's only just Tiger. You know, it's it's like it's like the lead singer going like leaving the band to go just do a solo deal, you know, like. Well, yeah, I mean, think of it this way. Pre Tiger. Yeah, there was the Normans, the Nicholas's, the Lee Trevino's of the world. But like golf wasn't cool. It wasn't cool. Yeah. 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 Tiger made golf cool. Egalitarian. I mean, the the, the people think about how, how how animated he was on the golf course with the tiger fist pumps everyone knows about a tiger fist pump right yep, yep, yep. he made golf cool he made kids want to go out there and hit balls all day like you said um he kind of transcended the sport worldwide right i mean there's a reason nike made him their you know he was i think tiger was the first billion dollar even before jordan the first billion dollar athlete yeah yeah for uh, endorsements um yeah, he uh, to take a sport of country clubs and initiation fees, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And like it costs a lot of money um, to to break that sort of down. And it doesn't have to be buttoned up, hoity toity, um, keep your emotions in, uh, that sort of thing. Uh, it's more of a, keep saying it, egalitarian of the people, for the people sort of sport. Absolutely. Um, yeah. LT gray. My dad loved tiger <laughs> and uh, I'd always cheer against the guy whose tire is going against because I, I tend to cut uh, in the opposite directions of people. <laughs> That's why I like uh, Chambly, I guess. I, 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 just like, I just like the guy. Yeah. Yeah. I like, I like him uh, too. I think Brandon Chambly is great. He's, he's, he seems to me pretty freaking insightful and smart. Yeah, philosophical. It takes a kind of a philosophic uh, approach to some of the stuff. And you know what I like? I like people. His wife. When they call it like it is. Mm-hmm, right. Mm-hmm. 
when you, people you, call it yep. like it is and they don't beat around the bush and they're not worried about um you know offending uh, push, any yeah i mean <clears throat> look he's not calling people derogatory terms he's calling people out for maybe their behavior or you know i think he called out brooksy two weeks ago when brooks commented on the Ryder cup saying he really wasn't that into it like it's just a weird week for him uh, i think the, the comments were taken out of context a little bit but right uh d Sham, uh, excuse me um randall basically said hey brooksy if you don't want to play in the Ryder Cup for Team USA, get off the team. Let someone else take your spot. Yeah, no problem with that comment. Yeah, yeah, Call it like it is, man. That's hundred percent. You know, unvarnished truth right there. Mm-hmm. You know, you're representing your country. Um, the individual, and that's the cool thing about the Ryder how unique it is. So it goes from an individual sport to a team element, and uh, like uh, multiple players say. I have no problem going 0 and 4 if we can win the cup. Absolutely. Yeah. I don't think uh, it's not going to necessarily help the cause, <laughs> but you know, they will be martyrs to the cause if they can win the cause. If that's make, makes sense, I don't think it does. Tell me talk to me about John Rahm, the big Spaniard. I think he should have won a player of the year. Uh I mean, no, we talked about him John yesterday. Rahm. He's like uh he's a big dude. He's awesome, man. I like him. Um, he's a heck of a player. He's only 26. He's um, kind of fiery, isn't he? He's number one in the world. I mean, think about that. He's mm-hmm. number one in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, very fiery. He is basically the Patrick Reed of Europe. Yeah. So like he's going to have a uh, look. This European team, yes, they're underdogs, but only because they're on uh, U.S. soil. Yeah. Seems to always go that way. It's tough to. It's tough to beat. You're the home team plus the home crowd, right? See the crowd's Redskins, gonna be- Redskin logo, bro. Come on. You can't say that word anymore. Heineke, baby. You cannot <laughs> say that word, please. Do, can you still do hail to the Redskins? Do they still have the um, the anthem? Billy, I have a t-shirt that says hail to the football team now. Do are there any lyrics? They just do hail to the football team. Well, so. <laughs> There's too uh, many slabbles in there. Uh I don't think they do the music through the PA system anymore after touchdowns, but I do know the crowd will still sing the fight song. Oh God. Yeah. Hey, so. the, hey, the, the crowd speaks truth. Well, and you know, you know what happens when Joe Biden walks into a crowd? Oh boy. Bleep. I'm not going to go there, Billy. No, we're this not. is a golf show. That's it. Cutting it off. This is a golf uh, show, Billy. I agree. Um, so Joey Biden was just in Rehoboth last weekend. Oh, really? Yeah. No. Uh, oh, yeah. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. Did we talk about this? I'll talk to somebody about this. Sorry, I'm a little distracted. Um, yeah. Uh, good for him. Back to golf. Um, John Rahm, love him. Paul Casey. Played, had a great year. From? Had a, England. Had a okay. great year. I cool. really like that guy. Cool. Almost, uh, won a, almost won a major. Two majors, actually. Should have won one of them, actually. Um, Billy, you seem a little distracted. You all right there? You want me to take over the cast? You hear it? <laughs> you hear it? Oh, I hear it. Do I hear it? That's my uh, ringtone on my phone. Oh, no! YouTube just banned me for lo- life. <laughs> Bezos coming through the thing, and you've been canceled. Cancel culture. Um, all right. That now I'm back. 
Okay, Paul Casey is English. He's awesome. Tommy Fleetwood's got some serious hair. Fleetwood's great. He hasn't really closed any big tournaments. Um, he's got serious hair. Yeah, I don't know about Fleetwood, man. Yeah. He's kind of like he's Tommy. Tommy Fleetwood reminds me a little of Tony Finau, where Tony Finau has always contended in these U.S. tournaments, but like never really closed the deal until he won this past year. But yeah, um, put them together, match them. But up these together. guys are so good, Billy. Yeah. These guys, even if they're not winning tournaments, they're so good with match play. Mm-hmm. They're so good with the team camaraderie. Mm-hmm. That's why Europe has our number, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's. I've always been a uh, team sport guy per- personally. You know, growing up. <clears throat> I didn't like necessarily excel at individual scores like golf, like you have. Um, and I was watching some this morning, and uh, like, yeah, you get you get out of the bed, I get out of bed, and you're thinking about the the game. You have butterflies, and you have some nerves. I'm like, yeah, you can go talk. You know, it's it's reassuring. It's uh, it's helpful that you can go and sit down and have an omelet with some other your teammates. And kind of calm you down, and that's the way it was with uh, when I played lacrosse and stuff. You go to your pregame breakfast, and you're like, oh, "Damn, I'm, I feel good, but I feel bad, but I feel good. I don't know how I feel." You know, it's like almost yeah. like a therapy session around the table over over breakfast and stuff, because like it's a mix between good butterflies and then like doubts and stuff. Um, yeah. And uh, to be able to have uh, that sort of support around you and to be a more mature human being and knowing that you don't have to put on a man of steel facade and, and, and don't talk about your nerves and things is cool about um, team sports and and this event, I would think, you know, which is totally different than that when they, when, when Sergio Garcia or when Graham McDowell wakes up on any other for the masters, it's just him and his caddy and his coach. Exactly. Exactly. This way they have a teammate. Now, you know, the, the teammate might be different every day, but at least they have a teammate. And then afterwards they all get together. Right. And they have that, that um, camaraderie aspect of it in the, in the team uh, meeting room. Debrief. Yeah. It's right. awesome. We got to hit Lee Westwood. What's the deal with big Lee? 48 he, years old qualifier. He's not even a pick. He qualifies 48. Yeah. He's been playing in like at least 20 years worth of Ryder cups. Yeah, um, twenty five. I think. I think yes. his first one was like he was all right. The first, holy smokes, the first Ryder Cup he played in. I think he was twenty. Okay, so or yeah. twenty one, which puts him about you know like over a generation. I think people consider a generation to be twenty five years. So spans watching, generations. So I was actually watching Golf Channel last night, and they did a little snippet on that exactly in his first Ryder Cup rookie. Lee yeah, Westwood. He looks so different, man. So different. Yeah. Unbelievable. They yeah. paired him with Nick Faldo, who at that time was this was the man. Yes, I five, saw the same segment this morning. Yeah. So five majors, maybe even six majors. I think six. Yeah. And they pair him with Nick Faldo. And he's like, Are you kidding me? And he did awesome. Um, so yeah, they, they talked about how see. yeah, because this will probably be his last Ryder Cup. Um yeah. And so they're talking about how yesterday at the practice round, he was just walking around with the biggest smile on his face, <laughs> taking it all in. Oh, think about how cool that is, man. Yeah. Yeah. He's two, he's two years away from the senior tour. And here's this guy competing with uh, the Justin Thomases of the world and the Jordan Spieths. And this guy is basically Phil Mickelson's age. Um, so it's pretty yeah. cool. And he's a hell of a player, man. Yeah. Talk about it. Talk about a ball striker. The thing that's let him down over the years is his flat stick. 
Just we call that we call that the putter, Billy. Little Billy Baru. Um, <laughs> yeah, he's uh, um, he was. Did you know that he was the number one golfer in 2010 in the world? I, I, I think I saw that. I think I, I heard that or saw that correctly. So that's the downfall of Tiger and everything. And I think 2010, he hit number one in the world. Don't quote me. But that's only 10 years ago. I wonder what tournaments he won that world that year. I don't know. Side note, when Lee Westwood, this is like my, a buddy of mine's before he was married to his wife, I think got cozy with Lee Westwood. Oh, that's some <laughs> Where, when he was here for, I don't know what for. I have some tournament, but All anyway, right. anyway. We can talk that. about that on the next podcast, maybe. <laughs> How about that over a cup of coffee? Go to Bethany Beach Diner. Hey, we can get him. We can get him on the, we can get him on the, on the, on the phone. I think the phone would work if we were like together sitting across the table. Right. Yeah. And then it would work and we can both, both hear the person. But right now it's just a one way communique, unfortunately. All right. So that's, so then Paul wasn't being rude to me. Thanks. <laughs> no, yeah, exactly right, exactly right. Um, all right, man. Schuler. I love how Schuler didn't really want. Uh, we got to get Schuler on, maybe. We hey, talk. Two, yeah, he's got to be prepared. He's got to have his notes. Could talk Ryder Cup at Congo, right? Yeah, yeah, upcoming, upcoming, baby. Um, so, are you going to watch a- Billy? Are you actually going to sit down this week, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and watch? Be honest. No. Okay. Yeah. Uh, at least you're honest. Yeah. I like I like the the lead in. Um I like the pregame, post game thing. I don't not much for one for just sitting and watching. I like to engage. I like to play. No, no, no. I'm I'm being half joking. Um I I don't really do well. This is interesting, I guess, angle to who to who I am. Sitting and watching a sport, you know, I, I start watching and I start getting curious about everything that surrounds it. I start asking a ton of questions. That's why I love watching golf with people that get the game because I'm more curious about uh, what's going on than actually what the person scores. Got it. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, a quick little story. I went to the uh, World Series game with um, Henry Lynch. Um, back when the Nats were in it, you know, and uh, I was like asking all these questions. And then by like the fifth or sixth inning, he's like, he was just getting really quiet. Like Paul D today on the phone, like, he wasn't hearing you. He was not hearing me anymore because he was tuned into the game. Yeah. And finally he's like, Billy, you just gotta just watch the game. All right. I'm like, okay. I'm surprised he didn't snap. Beer man. Hey, like, Billy, man, be a man. <laughs> I'm just trying to watch the game. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, man, I'll, I'll tune in. I'll tune in for sure. But all right, Sergio. We'll end with Sergio, dude. Sergio, then Ian Poulter. Poulter, we love I, Poulter, right? That guy lives <laughs> that by the Ryder Cup. Yeah, Ian. He he is Mister Ryder Cup. Yeah, he's never, he's never really won. You know, I don't even know what tournaments. He's never really won like a huge tournament. Maybe in Europe he has, but that guy. Lives and dies by the Ryder Cup. Yeah. He'll play till he's seventy if he can. Uh, yeah, <laughs> get him out there. Pop him with like the, the Joe Biden uh, model. <laughs> Pump and pull of something to get him out there. Just get out there and look good. Wear something European. Well, he will trust me on that. He's, he's got some serious flair swag. Swag, doesn't he? Oh my goodness! You know what would be perfect to match that to counter that? What golfer? 
in your head has the most incredible John fear. Daly. Yes. What if we put Daly on the U.S. squad? That and we would do be... like a surprise thing comes out Saturday morning and like through the tunnel. My goodness. Like WWF style? No way. Just the shock shock value. We could do a whole podcast on John Daly, by the way. His 30 for 30 is called Hit It Hard. I've read his book, his autobiography. Oh, really? Yeah, it's called. He he autoed it? uh, Got sentences strung together? Billy, listen to this. He might be smart. His title of his book is fantastic. John Daly, My Life in and Out of the Rough. In and out of the rough. Yeah, it's a it's a great book. Uh, chronicles his entire life, his gambling habits, his women habits, uh, his yeah. twelve divorces. No way. Well, I'm exaggerating with the divorces, okay. but yeah, he's he's pushing up there. Do twelve, you get the thirteen free. Baker's dozen, we call that. That's right. Um. All right. But, uh, big JD. But yeah, this this Ryder Cup uh, should be should be a lot of fun. I'll I'll probably tune in. I'll watch. Um, I'm gonna watch. I'm gonna watch. I got but money. Pat Ebel's gonna come down. He knows uh, some. He, he likes to watch the golf. I, I need to watch with somebody. I don't do well watching by myself. Some are so much fun. I'll call you. We'll talk on the phone like a lot. If that's okay. Billy, I'm here for yeah. you, buddy. <laughs> I'm here for you. Um, I'm excited. But that you know what? I'm fun. Good. Yeah, yeah. I know what I'm gonna do before. Hopefully, before the rain comes, I'm gonna go play some golf. Nice. Well, it's pouring here. Flash flood warnings. Apparently, there was already a water rescue on Beach Avenue. Oh how that happened. Beach is living up to its name, I guess. Or maybe they should call it Ocean. Yeah. Well, the beach is yeah. made it so low. The, the ground, it's so low, you know. Oh, it floods. So all the water collects down there. Oh, it's like it's well, it's like it's like right where you live in Bethany, the main streets of Bethany. If there's any amount of rain, it floods out of control. It's unbelievable. Right uh, by that bike store. Like a strong dew. Yeah, what's that bike store in the corner right there? I've Bethany never seen Beach, road. Bethany Bikes. I was just there the other day. Hey, is Shorty's still there? Tell no. me Shorty's is still no, there. It's not, it's not. Damn, that guy. He Legendary. died. Did he? Well, Billy, this has been fun, man. This I think the, the rating. This is to, to take a line from uh, Bill O'Reilly. We're gonna. This is the. This is the. We're gonna play it. What is it called? We're gonna play it out. Play us out. Remember that. We'll do it live. We'll do it live. Take us out. Yeah, we're just just gonna play us out. Take us out to the European anthem, "Ode to Joy." Because it's been. By the way, this is a this is a great song, great anthem, right? It can't get much better. This is from Beethoven's Ninth Symphony. Is "Ode to Joy." It's considered the best piece of music ever written, and Europe can claim it because Germany's in Europe. There you go. If it was written on American soil, this would be our anthem, right? Slam dunk, hang on the rim. All right, brother. Love you. Billy, thanks, bud. Thank you, bro. Go USA. You bet. Go U.S.